This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I want to welcome you once again to the Warning Radio program. Those that are watching on social media, television, welcome. We are continuing today with Jerry Crawford and Adrian Frank and <laughs> Ethiopian Miracle. Again, ethiopianmiracle.com. I'll tell you what, if you were with us yesterday, uh, what a fascinating interview. Now, if you were not, go to my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. You can watch it. On television, you can listen to it on radio. So if you did not join us yesterday, please do listen to it because we certainly aren't going to cover the same things today. But uh, fascinating, fascinating testimony. Okay, Jerry, we're gonna, uh, I'm going to start with Adrian today. And, uh, but yesterday, again, uh, Jerry, you mentioned how God took you to Ethiopia. Yes. Uh, brought you on the plane and uh, upgraded you from a 90-day visa to a two-year visa. Yes. Had you sit by a, a mover and shaker that uh, really provided provisions in Ethiopia as far as a mine. Yes. And a uh, $9 million loan with, with uh, no interest. You don't even have to pay to you make money. I mean, basically, this doesn't happen. This is totally God. And so, I mean, um, I'll tell you what. And, and now we're getting to the point where Adrian, now both of them lost their wives. So now they're able to do what before they weren't doing. God now is taking them into the next phase of their life. And we need to be able to move with the Holy Spirit and uh, move from one area of our life to another. Different chapters God opens. And so if we're willing to move on. And so uh, I'll tell you, Adrian, uh, you've, you are with him right now in Ethiopia. Yes. But uh, you did not go initially when uh, he first went. Uh, he's been there a year without you. But now I want you to pick it up. You lost your wife. And uh, how in the world did you get to Ethiopia? Uh, did he tell you about the mine? Uh, go ahead. Tell me a little bit. And tell me your background. Yes, yeah, so <clears throat> since 2009, I have been selling granite and, and marble and quartz countertops uh, for a local countertops company in, in, uh, in Seattle. And uh, um, when, when uh, 
when Jerry uh, told me about the the mine and 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 the 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 granite and marble uh, property that that we have that that we have there, um, I just I I just I was like, okay, this is the confirmation I've been looking for. I had I had been I had mentioned to Jerry a year and a half ago, shortly after he found out that God was calling him to Ethiopia. I told him I said I really feel like this is that I'm supposed to go to Ethiopia as well. I mean, wow. God, God's really putting this desire in my heart. And I had always had a desire for missions. I mean, I had, I, all I, all I would tell my friends is I just want to get out of debt and on the mission field. I mean, that that's that. And, and here I am out of debt and on the mission field in Ethiopia. Wow. So it's thrilling. So then he, what he asked you to join him in this project. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. When, when we found out about the, the mine, um, he, 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 he well, he, Text me over over WhatsApp and and told me about the the property and and how um, everything was lining up so nicely within days um, um, from from the time he he found out about it and uh, when I I had I had uh, told him that that you know I really um, I'm really wanting to go and 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 uh, yeah so my goodness yeah so yeah. you your wife died. Mm-hmm. Did you have any children? No, no. and uh, not other than again, what's in the Lord? Yes, I, yes. I, you know your miscarriage. Yes, two miscarriages. And I, yeah. I told you that my first wife had the same thing. Yeah. She's with the Lord, mm-hmm. but uh, my wife before this interview prophesied over you, mm-hmm. including that you're going to be married. Yes, and you're going to give. Mm-hmm. You're going to have some children. My children calling me daddy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now yeah. that's exciting. Yes. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so I'm anxious to see that happen. Yeah, me yes. too. Yeah. And uh, I better get invited to the wedding. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can come. I'll, I'll make but sure. I'll try, if, even if it's in Ethiopia. But uh, it very well could be. Very well. And yeah. so uh, that's a whole nother story. No. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> no, Jerry's going to marry an Ethiopian. <laughs> Soon. Uh, yeah. Soon. And so anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Now yeah. you're working with Jerry in Ethiopia. Yeah. Yeah. And you showed me pictures of the office, beautiful office. Yes. But that's all because of willing to listen and obey God. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Go to Ethiopia. None of this would have happened, Jerry, if you didn't step out of the boat. You know, I had a thought that's so interesting because Adrian and I both suffered a tremendous season of grief. When you love somebody deeply, when you're married and you, you have a life, uh, it's very, it, it, it takes a lot out of you and you stay before the Lord to see what's next. And one of the things that the Lord said to me that was so important was he said, the dreams I have for you did not die when your wife died. The plans and purposes I have for you did not die when she died. Wow. Mm-hmm. So how long are you going to mourn? Not that you can't have grief. There's mourning all throughout the scriptures, but he just was trying to get me to understand there is a season of mourning. Enjoy it. Embrace it. Finish it. But the dreams, plans, and purposes I have for your life are still alive. Mm. Step into them. Walk with me. I'll take you where I want you to go. Because Apostle Paul, I remember one time he said, I've wronged no man. And I think, how could you say I've wronged no man? There was many things that the scriptures tell us about persecuting Christians, but those were all before he become 
Apostle Paul. Yes, he, yes. He was yes. Saul of Tarsus. Yes. So he realized that all the mistakes he made, all the things were behind him. Good. And that there was a life in front of him. Good. So he let go of the past and pursued the things that were in front of him. Good. So when the Lord said, my dreams for you did not die when your wife died, and the dreams you have inside of you are still alive, let's bring them out. Wow. Let's make Amen. them happen. Wow. Hallelujah. And that's what I see happening for Adrian now. Wow. Yeah. Adrian? Yeah, absolutely. I I um I went through very similar very similar things. It, it's only been a few months now since my wife passed. Um but but the 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 grieving it it's um it it seems to be accelerated, you know. It's just that there there's the the Lord is just doing such a deep work and so fast. Um and and it's just it's just amazing the 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 kind of surgery you know we talk about the the holy spirit can do surgery on the heart you know and and um it's just it's really it's really wonderful what what god's been doing and the 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 joy i experience um you know those who sow in tears will reap in joy and so um it's just it's it's really exciting to to know that 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 uh i always have him with me he's close he's near to the brokenhearted and um yeah wow that's so yeah you know, I've seen pictures of their office. It's a beautiful office, and uh, I'll tell you what: uh, this this person that he met on the plane, I'm talking about Jerry, God had him sit next to this mover and shaker, and uh, he's paying for this beautiful office. Yeah, the the whole thing is the Ethiopian miracle, which I'm so glad that that's kind of a a, a tag that we grabbed hold that I grabbed hold of when when the Lord was uh, discussing with me a life in another nation. And uh, one of the things that has kept me so steady is everything, God opened my eyes to every single miracle he does. So, for example, when I flew back to Ethiopia the last time, I flew on January 22nd of 2022. And I flew to a city called Hayahulet, which in Ethiopian language means the city of 22. Wow. So on January 22 of 2022, I fly to a city called 22 after spending 21 days fasting and going to a church off exit 22 as Sunshine Church International, Dr. Emmanuel Ziga. And so I spent 22 days nearly fasting and praying, getting off exit 22 to learn about God, to fly on 122 of 22, to go live in a city called 22. And now I'm flying back to Ethiopia again on the 22nd to marry a girl who's 22. <laughs> so there's a, there's a humor in God in, in, in being able to recognize his presence in everything that you do. And you think it's not, you think it's just you making a decision. Well, sometime a long time ago, this church got built off exit 22. I had nothing to do with that. Sure. But God ordained these things from the foundation of the world. Sure. All his plans and purposes have already been laid out. My job is to figure out how to get into it and walk in it and stay right beside Jesus. I stepped on his toe the other, I stepped on his sandal the other day. Jesus was walking in front of me because it says that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. So I'm following in the footsteps of Jesus. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and He's the good shepherd leading me along the way. I was so close to him, I stepped on his on his sandal on a shoe. And he turns around and kind of like, uh, like you stepped on my shoe. And I'm waiting for him to say something. 
and I'm going to say sorry, but instead he smiles and says, thank you for being so close. I'm glad you stayed this close to me. I'm thinking I got too close, I stepped on your shoe. Jesus is so pleased that I stay that close to him. And then he gave me the scripture about the woman who come up behind him in the crowd and touched the hem of his garment. And he stops and says, who touched me? Because power has gone out of me. Yes, yes. And so he said, when you stay that close to me, that power that's in me is in you, and it will touch the people around you. Mm. And not too long after I had been in Ethiopia the first time, I go to this city where there was a crusade. I'm not part of the crusade. I'm just a visitor to the crusade. And I walk into the audience, and people get close to me, and God starts healing them. He heals a little girl who needed heart surgery. Her heart moved from the right side of her chest to the left side of her chest where it needed to go. Wow. He bring a, a boy, uh, a, a young man about 14 years old, come up with his uh, sign language teacher, and he, and he stands, and the sign language teacher says, I want you to pray for him. I don't know how to pray for him. Sure. But, so I start crying because the boy can't hear. And so when I cry, I'm trying to clear my eyes so that I can pray. I clear my eyes like this, and Jesus said, take your tears and put them in his ears. So I, t- I just step forward to the, to the young man. I take the tears from my eyes. I put them in his ears. And his sign language teacher says, he's hearing. He hears. Yes, yes. I don't know he hears, but he hears. And the sign language teacher says he hears. And later I asked the Lord, how, how, how does that work? I don't understand. And he said, well, how was he hearing when he came up to you? He was hearing with his eyes. The sign language teacher made signs, and the boy was hearing with his eyes. So I took your tears from your eyes, put them in his ears, so now he hears with his ears instead of his eyes. Wow. That's only revelation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's just illumination from the Lord himself. Yes. Mm -hmm. So fascinating. And this was in Ethiopia. Yes. Just a few months back. Wow. So so just walk, the, 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 the point for... For us is to understand when we get close and stay close to the Lord, then he just is able to do what he wants to do for people. We don't have to, quote, have faith. We just have to stay close and walk with him. Of course, it's a walk of faith. Yeah. But trying to develop faith for it, trying to believe for it. I quit trying to believe. I just stay as close as I can to Jesus, and his faith becomes my faith. And that's what's supposed to happen. Uh, as we continue to allow the Lord to come into our life, as we draw nigh unto him, uh, the Bible says he draw nigh unto us, and as he walked the earth, now he's walking through you and me. Yes. And so we have faith because we are already walking with the Lord. And originally it was his faith, but now it's our faith. Mm-hmm. And so we are walking out faith. It's a life of faith. Mm-hmm. You going to Ethiopia was faith. Everything you did was faith. Flying to get your visa was faith. Yes. I mean, you are living a life of faith. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adrian. Yes. Now, you've been living in Ethiopia how long? Uh, well, I was there for a, mo- a month, and I have a one-year lease now. Uh, okay. Rooftop unit. So in that month, uh, what did you see? Um, well, we went to the, the mine. We went to the stone stone farm. Okay. Um, I saw some some of the some of the farming property. Uh and, um, but, uh, the mine was really exciting. We, we only walked maybe five acres worth it, uh, um, in about an hour or so. Okay. Um, and I saw like four or five different colors of granite and marble that I, that I recognize. I even saw a quartzite, um, that looks really promising as well. Um, and so 
um, that was that was a lot of that was a lot of fun. Um, saw some animals, saw some monkeys, and, so, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, lots of birds. I like to take lots of bir- pictures of birds and, okay, and everything okay, like that. Okay. And, so yeah. Yeah, well, there's a lot of coffee shops. Yeah, a lot of coffee. Oh, yeah. So I mean, I remember coffee. when I was yeah. in Ethiopia, every block, <laughs> yes. uh, the pastor I was with, we went into a coffee shop, yes. you know, just a little shot and uh, good coffee. Well, well, here's the the interesting part is Adrian is not really a coffee drinker. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. I offered him. He, he asked for tea. Yeah. 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 But they yeah. have great coffee. They have great coffee. They have. Uh, it, it's, it, it's an amazing country because it's really... It has the oldest Bible in the world. Yes, most of the most of the names of the places are like Adonai and and like I said, there's a, there's a girl that I really enjoyed spending time. With. She's from the city of Hosanna. You know, the first girl I date for a while, her name is Miracle. The next girl I date, her name is Yeshua. Um, Eden. It, Eden. Yeah, another girl named Eden. Enoch. <laughs> and then the brother of the man I meet in the airplane, his name's Enoch. You know, so there there the the whole world is a Bible there. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's just like living in the Bible and living in Ethiopia are one and the same. Yeah, the the huts that I go in sometimes that are made out of mud and straw reminds me of the children of Israel underneath Pharaoh's oppression in Egypt, where they're having to add straw to the bricks. And you go into these huts; they're made out of straw with bri- bricks with straw in them. It's like stepping back thousands of years in time. Oh yeah, yeah, and living it out. Yeah, well, exactly. You know the Orthodox Church. The Orthodox Church, powerful, and they claimed, uh, yeah, the Ark of the Covenant. One of the places. That's right. It, that's what they claim. Yeah, Axum, Axum, and you get into the Queen of Sheba. Yes, and the one of their emperors was called the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I went right, right to that church where uh, they claim they have it. Yeah, and so it's fascinating. Ethiopia is, is a land, like you said, it's just about like. The land of the Bible. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Israel is fascinating. You walk the streets where Jesus walked and uh, mm-hmm. fascinating. Yeah. But I loved Ethiopia too. <laughs> well, uh, now that Adrian's in Ethiopia with me, I, I, I'm very happy because the Lord sends you out two by two. Sure. And so having the uh, second part of my uh, friendship continue with Adrian there, because when Adrian's wife was alive, he asked me one day, he said, could I come study the Bible with you every day? Wow. And, and I saw hunger in his heart. Yeah. He was, he was mature but young in experience. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. So he desired the Word. He spent a lot of time going to Bible studies and learning the Word, but experience in the Word is different mm-hmm. than knowing the Word. Yeah. And so he had a desire to know and experience the Word and so he would come. I would pray in preparation for him coming. He would come prepared with his notebook and his Bible. He'd come with the most ridiculous questions. <laughs> and, but his ridiculous questions were designed by the Lord to ha- cause me to probe deep yeah. to find the answers at, that could be explained to a, to a young disciple. Right, right. And I was thinking about how Luke wrote to Theophilus in the book of Luke, but he wasn't writing a gospel story. He was writing to a disciple to train him in the ways of the Lord. Wow. That wasn't written for publication. Wow. It was written as a letter to a friend. Sure. Mm -hmm. And so Adrian became that friend, like that Theophilus to me, where I'm Luke the physician. I have a lot of experience in Christ, and I'm going to write to Adrian and tell him all the details that I've learned about God. And Adrian wants to read it and learn it and act in it and act it out. And so when I understand that Luke was not an author, he was a writer to a friend, 
that's how I see Adrian in my life. Wow. Well, that is just fabulous. Now, you're getting married. Me? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the yeah. way, yeah. yeah by I mean, the way. you're the one who mentioned it. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah. You so, want to tell that story? I'll, I'll tell you in, in brief. Here's what happened. So when my wife was still alive, she said to... Our whole family comes together because we had many celebrations about her getting ready to go. She picked the day and the time she was going to die on April 19th. She picked the date and the time and she'd go on that day. And... Uh, and she die in our house. We have to have a doctor there because she planned everything. So we arrange it with the hospice people that by law in Washington State, how you can do it. So, uh, but before that, we had several barbecues and gatherings. And so one day, she, everybody's there. And she says to the people, including my children, she says, now I want your dad to remarry. And I'm shocked because I didn't know that was going to come out of her. Sure. And she said, because I'm still in love with her. She's yeah, still, yeah. So I don't, I don't think that at all. And she says, now I want your dad to remarry. He's going to hesitate a little bit. Because he can't take care of himself. <laughs> and yeah, then, the, don't they know it? Yeah. And then she says, I want him to marry a dark-skinned woman. Wow. Because she was from Finland. Yeah. Very fair skin. Yeah. And as I've described to you before, we lived in Guam and the hot tropical sun, in the, in the, in, you know, just off the equator. And she had to prepare for hours to go outside because she wasn't an outside person. So she said, now this time we want your, your dad to have a dark-skinned woman who likes to hike and be outside and enjoys the sun. And she picked it. And she says, I'm going to buy a pair of boots like Cinderella. I'm going to put them by the front door so the girl who fits in these boots would be the one for your father. So mm -hmm. we're all kind of laughing. Well, I'm not laughing, but sure. the family's laughing. So I bet you're not laughing. <laughs> no. So actually the girl I'm marrying would probably fit the boots. Wow. Because wow. she's about the same size shoe that the woman, the, the my wife was. Wow. And she's dark skinned. Sure. And she has lived outside because she had no home. Yeah. Her parents die at 10 years of age. She have no aunts, no uncles, no other family members. So she live in her village until they take her to the city. She still live outside, no covering. Wow. So outdoors, suffering, living a life like that. This is God trains this girl through suffering to make her a pearl of great price to become the wife for me to help me fulfill the call I have for the nation of Ethiopia. Well, you know, the Lord Hallelujah. is known as a man acquainted with suffering. He knows our suffering, our sorrows. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's so much to say through going through suffering. Watchman Nee would say, God has to kill you so Jesus can reign through you. Mm -hmm. You know, kill the carnal man. Yes, I agree. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, we have similar stories where my wife died, as you know, and you met my current wife today. Yes. Your wife, yes. future wife, my wife, mm -hmm. both from Africa. Yes. We are both white Americans. Yes. We're both older white Americans and they're both younger Africans. And they have gone through their share of suffering. suffering. Yes. So it's amazing how God works. Yes. And it's amazing how you and I met. Yes. Because you were going to go through a conference uh, last week where my wife was supposed to uh, speak. And then there was a storm and that conference never happened. Yet I was speaking that night in uh, a location. You came. You met me. Not, not knowing she not was knowing your wife. Not knowing she was my wife. <laughs> yeah. 
And now I invite you here today, <laughs> yeah. and you meet my wife. And I meet her. Yeah. And she prays and prophesies over you. Yes. It's a miracle. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that yeah. is God. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. nothing but God, Adrian. Yes. I mean, prophesying over you, too. Yes, yes. Yeah, so uh, I'm looking wonderful. forward to your wedding and uh, your children. <laughs> yes. He will be a good too. father. Yeah. He will be an excellent father. Yeah. Amen. And in our family compound that we will have in Ethiopia, all the children will play together. All of them will be taught by the Lord. All of them will see the miracles that God is doing in their nation through Adrian and through Jerry, through their fathers, because I'll be a father to his children as he's a, children, a father to my children. Wonderful. I'll tell you, fascinating. Ladies and gentlemen, you're watching, listening to the Warning Radio, Television, Social Media Program. Special guests have been Jerry Crawford and Adrian Frank. Uh, EthiopianMiracle.com. I had him on my program yesterday. If you missed it, I beg you go to www.worldministries.org www.worldministries.org and watch and listen to that program. You can watch it on television. You can listen to it on our radio program. Click radio television and it'll show you where you can either push watch or listen and uh, you can hear yesterday's program or watch it. Again, this is World Ministries International, the warning program. May God richly bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.